there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then just, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the ladies. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the, the case. Thought that was that was the, the case. Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute a podcast about conspiracies. My name is Luke. I'm Salty. I'm Cam. Welcome back, Cam. Thank you. It's, it's been, been a long, long time. It's been like two months since we've actually recorded a show, right? Yeah. Wow. Luckily, we recorded just the right amount for how long I was going to be away. Yes, and then skipped two. Because <laughs> <laughs> Salty and I were slack. And yet somehow I got blamed in the show description notes. Yeah. Oh well. well, you were the one that left. Yeah. Don't leave us again, Cam. We'll blame you. So, it's a podcast about conspiracies, and this week we thought we would catch up on everything that has gone on while we've been away. Yes. Uh, so, let's start. The Las Vegas shooting. Yes. There have been some weird developments just today as we're recording this. Uh, yeah, so there's an Australian being blamed for it. Typical. Uh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to name him because this is this <laughs> high-level document. That like, or a, a research intelligence document that's going around the alt right dumbass Twitter. Uh, Jack Posobiec, Jack, is that you say his name? Yeah. yeah, he's been one of the ones pushing it. Um, the start of this document it says it's a a report that fuses open source information with tactical counterterrorism analysis, cyber enabled human intelligence, and digital data mining capabilities. Wow, that um, sounds like the most legit document I've ever heard of. <laughs> That's like buzz, 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 yeah. buzz, buzz, buzz bullshit. Basically they've gone in and looked at this guy's social media and then like just crammed in all the information they can find about this guy. It seems like they got a, maybe they got hold of his uh, like phone account details. Yeah, I don't know if his phone was connected to his Facebook or something, but they managed to find his phone number and his phone supplier yeah. in the US. So he's an Australian guy. Uh, I think he was a works in film or connected to film in some way. Yeah, uh, happened to be staying at the the same hotel. I think on the same floor and possibly the next room. Yeah, uh, there was an article in the Courier Mail where it was talking about Australians who were there at the shooting. But when it got to him, it was like this guy claimed to be there. I think maybe he, they were just quoting him from a Facebook post rather yeah. than having spoke to him themselves. He did some media though. Uh, I think he did some maybe ABC Radio and things like that soon after. It's from Wagga. Yeah, Wagga Wagga. It's, we're all international terrorists hail from. <laughs> yeah. Um, but basically they've they've outed him so much in this. They've published his phone number, every possible connected email he's ever had. They're like, you know, these these are the, the I think social security number in the US is there. And yeah, right. 
for no real reason other than like, I don't know, this is all the information we can find on him. Why do they think that he's connected? Because he, the main reason is he turned off his geolocation on his mobile phone, like when he was tweeting about it or when he's Facebooking about it. You know how you can sometimes have where you're posting from? Yeah. Mm. Sometimes I think it, it doesn't go on by default. I'm not really sure what mm. what the reasoning is. But, you know, if you've got it turned on, it always shows up. Mm-hmm. Showed him in Vegas and then around the time that he was tweeting about the the event, it wasn't coming up. Mm. He's like, oh, I'm hiding in the bushes, um, you know, outside. You know that thing, you know when you're tweeting about how you're hiding somewhere you do. and you, <laughs> yeah. you generally don't broadcast your GPS coordinates? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they're like, his other ones, he could be any. Like when he turned it back on, he could be anywhere now. He could be five kilometers away, uh, or five miles away, based on the GPS radius thing. And he said, "What? What is this?" That that was kind of the main evidence. The other thing was he posted um, photos of like SWAT team or, or someone rescuing them, and then sort of herding them into a, a foyer. And he was like, "In the claim in this report was, he said he's hiding in the bushes, but can you see any bushes here?" He's rescued at this point. Yeah. Um, they should love this guy because in his in the initial thing where he's quoted, he says there were multiple shooters. Right. Well, mm. he so in this document they somehow managed to tie him into Antifa mm. because in the past he went to a right uh, a left wing <coughs> rally. Yeah. Um, and tweeted about getting kicked or something by some someone in the right wing. Mm. Uh, and that's the evidence that they've got to connect him to Antifa. Yeah. Because um, that Jack Pasabiek guy, he's one of these ones that always comes out after anything happens and tries to tie it to Antifa. So there was like that train crash mm. that they said was Antifa. I think he was one of the first Las Vegas Antifa people. Um, he's an interesting character because mm. he's completely – his screws are all the loosest they could possibly be. Mm-hmm. Like don't pull that away. Because there's nothing holding it in. Mm. Uh, but he was in the White House. He was in like he had a White House correspondent accreditation. Yeah, okay. Like he had for their White House press briefings, he had accreditation to that. Right. You know, the, yeah, like yeah. the New York Times has, yeah, the Washington yeah. Post has. Yeah. And there was Jack Pasebiak in there as well. Was that just one of the temporary ones or was it always one? Uh, he lost it or... They got rid of it after he got accused. So of when you said he lost it, I just figured like you've lost it. Like, oh, I can't find it. Oh, they won't give me another one. <laughs> he so got it cost a- me seventy five bucks. <laughs> he got accused of plagiarism, uh, and so he, it was taken away. But he didn't. It wasn't taken away because he like tweeted anti-Semitic stuff or yeah, like right. praised Richard Spencer or did any other weird shit. Just copied someone's work. Yeah. Um. Just a quick aside about. Losing something in the White House. Yeah, I just finished the um, Fire and Fury, mm-hmm. the the insider tell all oh, yeah. about the uh, Donald Trump administration up until pretty much when Steve Bannon left. So many crazy things happened in that period. Like yeah. even the the big damning allegations or whatever in that book. Just the kind of recount of all those weird people that kept on popping up and disappearing throughout mm. that whole whole period. It's been a weird presidency. That's my take on the Donald Trump presidency. It's been a bit weird. A bit weird. Yeah. Scaramucci. Remember the mooch? Yeah. He popped up for 11 days and then got fired. Anyway, interesting book. I enjoyed it. Well, thanks for you. How many stars? Three and a half, losing half for journalistic integrity, which I think was a bit sketchy around it. Okay. How would you stack it up against your book, Keg, Bottle, Can? 
The best beers for every occasion. It's slightly different in tone, yeah. but in grandiose uh, in the way it's probably t- going to top the New York Times bestseller list when it comes out. Okay. Equal. Different in tone, much like the beers you talk about in the book. Yes, much like the beers that I talk about in the book, published <laughs> by Hardy Grant. Yeah. Out August 1st. Anyway. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> I'm, I'm regretting not thanking you now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, so yeah, they're they're trying to keep Las Vegas going, right? Yeah, and, and there's no indication on who put this report together either. Yeah, it's just some guy. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's weird. I don't understand why. Like, I understand still wanting to keep Las Vegas alive. Mm. I don't understand why you, the Antifa thing. Like, when something happens, you can come out and say, "Oh, it was Antifa," and then it gets discredited a bit later, but. The point is you got it into a few people's heads. Mm. And so I guess you're like sort of chipping away at the idea that being against fascism is uh, good, sort of. It's against fascism is bad, you mean? You're chipping, you're chipping away at the idea that being against fascism oh, yeah, is yeah, good yeah, by yeah, 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 occasionally poisoning it for a few people yeah. every time something bad happens. Sort of like a year later or whatever it is, yeah, being like, remember Las Vegas? The thing where we famously don't know the motives yeah. of the guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, Alex Jones is one that came out really hard with the Antifa and uh, ISIS propaganda. Mm. When it first happened, he was like, oh, I've got multiple sources telling me that they found Antifa propaganda and ISIS propaganda littering the room. We know they're allied. We know they're connected to the uh, DNC. Mm. So it just seems to be just they haven't let that go. Yeah. Even though there's just absolutely no evidence other than some random Australian guy was there and he once went to a protest. Shall we move on? You want to talk about Big Cats? Well, I thought speaking of the DNC. Oh, yeah. uh, The Pizzagate QAnon uh, conspiracy took a turn. Yeah. A few weeks ago with the discovery of a, uh, a camp. Out in Arizona? They've been calling it the child sex camp. Yep. It's yeah. how the, the – um, in Tucson, which I've never known how to pronounce. Yep, that's Tucson, correct. Arizona. Tucson. Uh, do you want to run us through what they found? Well, they found a homeless person's camp. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like a ranshackled little shanty town where some homeless blokes lived. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I don't think it was very big either. It was like – Yeah. They had a couple of little rooms. Yeah. Quote, quote, unquote, rooms. Yeah. <laughs> um, they represented it as uh, underground bunkers and cages for children. Mm. The cages, I think, was like a water tank. Yeah. A yeah. child's toy in it. It did look pretty creepy. Yeah. yeah. Anything looks creepy if you put a little doll in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then they found a uh, trigger warning. Uh, they found a rape tree, mm. which was just a tree with some straps on it. Yeah. yeah. Some of which were exercise equipment. Yeah. I thought it was funny that. You of all people immediately identified what these straps were. <laughs> Are you saying I don't exercise? <laughs> no, it's just, I don't think of you as like, when I think of my buff friends, <laughs> you're not at the top of the list. That's fair. <laughs> um, well, the, so it was a, it's a TRX military system, which is the level up from the regular TRX system, which is like most gyms have them now. Hmm. The only reason I have the military one because I think I bought it stolen. Off a guy. I didn't realise it was stolen. I just got to love Gumtree. <laughs> See, now that story makes a lot more <laughs> yeah. sense to me. Yeah. I just got to love Gumtree and I went to pick it up 
And he came down and he was in an apartment. He came down just smelling a pot. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's just around the corner in my car. Opened his boot. <laughs> He's like, do you want any phones as well? I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm okay. I'm just, how many do you want? Just one. <laughs> Didn't realise I was getting myself into this. Yeah. See, now that you're at the top of the list of stories that that would happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fibs, that was ages ago and I can't remember his details. So, anyway, yeah. so yeah, they like, made so much of those straps, though. Yeah, which are quite obviously the exact product that you identified. Yeah, yeah. and then there was other straps that looked like they were just there to hitch up like a tarpaulin to the. Yeah, but their theory was children were being tied to those trees and abused. Yeah, yeah, and then thrown in the tank. Thrown in the tank as yeah. a little prison. Yeah, yeah, um, and that was evidence of massive child trafficking going on. It got. Connected pretty quickly to Hillary Clinton, of course. Mm. Because there was a concrete factory nearby? I think it was even on their land. Yeah. Or they, yeah, some sort of, uh, it's called CEMEX, C M E X. And they once donated to the Democratic National Party. This is a gigantic corporation. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. They've donated to, like, it was one of those corporations that's just donated to every political thing Mm. in order to curry favour. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, concrete, you know. Everyone Jobs, needs concrete. Factories. <laughs> a massive corporation that probably owns so much land that they have no idea what's sitting on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, these guys called it. The cops went and investigated it. So, uh, we've got to say, the guys that found it were like, it's a group that... Veteran, sh- veterans on patrol. Yeah, and they, they try and help homeless veterans. Yeah. So, they were on patrol looking for homeless people. Yeah. They found this camp. Yeah. And their immediate reaction, even though surely they've... Been to camps made by homeless people before was not, oh, this is the camp of homeless people, which does make me wonder exactly how many homeless veterans they have helped. Yeah. Well, so they, they're an interesting case. I, I get the sense they mean well mm. in the sense of they do have a, a sort of, a, they call it a base camp. A lot, of, a lot of military speak because it's veterans on patrol. Yeah, they're not all veterans though, are no, they? No, no, the, the founder is not a veteran at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, he uses a lot of military speak though. Yeah. But so they've got a camp with, with people they've uh, – homeless people that they've found that were veterans and they've taken them in and, and fed them and given them a place. So that's that's good. Yeah. I can't begrudge that. But, yeah, for some reason he's got this idea in his head that he's discovered a sex camp. Yeah, and his first reaction is, oh, let's get as many people through here as we can. Yeah. <laughs> no, he did call the cops. The cops came and checked it out. And they said, this is a homeless camp. That's they went, TRX military equipment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't believe how many guys have busted with this in their boot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then his reaction was to basically start a little siege. Yeah. Climb up a tower. Not his first time climbing up a tower, this guy apparently. He's uh, been involved in other... What were the other two? I can't remember the names of them. Was he at Malfur? Malfur, yeah, yeah. Uh, he got in trouble in that one. That was uh, in Oregon. I think a yeah. friend of the show, Jason Wilson, covered that yeah. for The Guardian quite a bit. That was, I think it was the farmers that had gotten done for maybe for setting a fire on their land or in or in national parks or something. Mm. And these got all these guys showed up to like stick up for them. Stick up for mm. them. And in then siege format, yeah. yeah. Build, build a tower immediately. <laughs> I think they, they took over like a um like a national park, yeah, little building. And I think he's climbed a tower in another, which was location. also I think it was one of those buildings that no one uses. Yeah, right. and they're like, we've taken it over. It's like, well, f- really? Yeah. <laughs> well, so he came along to that this veterans 
on patrol guy ended up getting in a big fight with them all. Right. And they all just like, well, this guy's crazy. He just came along to start trouble. Yeah. So he's not even really liked in the people that also want to start sieges. Yeah. So he started his own siege. But this siege he started was on like an abandoned water tower. Yeah. And it was just like him and a couple of people. Yeah. And it's like, well, no one needs to get to this water tower. What yeah. are you sieging? <laughs> <laughs> I think eventually that didn't last very long. They kind of got bored of that. It was interesting because I'm fairly sure one of the first videos I saw of them up there, they said they had guns. Yes. And then later on they're like, we don't have any guns up here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think they realised they could get a lot of – it could end up in a bad place. Yeah. So anyway, they kind of got bored of just sitting in a tower when no one cared. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so then they started looking for other camps. And it look, I think this is, it's been going for like two weeks now. They're still going. It's called Hashtag Operation Backyard Brawl. Yes. Why is it called that? Uh, it's never really been clear to me. Um, but they've been wandering the desert, uh, asking for people, people for donations and help, and lots of people are coming in to help them, and just finding garbage. Yeah. Did like, they find a skull, though? They found a skull. Um, it looked pretty old. Yeah. They get, it was a small skull, and they're like, it's a child skull. Yeah. Evidence of trafficking in the sex camp. I think it was about 30 or 40 kilometres or miles away from the camp itself. Right. Perfect crime. Um, they are finding, and I, and I don't know a heap about trafficking, but it's not far from the, the border. Yeah. They're finding a lot of backpacks, um, like a, a little patch near the road with some backpacks and yeah. clothes strewn. So, sure, people have come off, come out illegally and, and whatever. Yeah. There's probably a bunch of dead bodies out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, they're still just convinced that it's a child sex trafficking hub. He's actually said in some of the early videos that it was uh, Clinton Foundation. So he's clearly keen to make it about the Clintons as well. Mm. Um, interestingly enough, Infowars has not touched this, Alex Jones and crew. Mm. Um, afraid to go up against big concrete. Yeah. Um, there's another guy, uh, Craig Sawyer, who's been on InfoWars, who, who does this kind of thing, getting information about child sex trafficking and, and helping the police. He's a legitimate sort of ex-Navy SEAL. I don't know if he's good or bad, but looking through his kind of resume, he's doing it well and with good intent as opposed to these guys who are just crazy people wandering the desert. Yeah. So the Craig Sawyer guy commented – Early on and, and made a video. It's like, yeah, it looks pretty dodgy, you know, we need to – and so legitimising it, that video has since been deleted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's no longer on board. My I, One of the weirdest ones – the local news went down there, like very early on in the piece too. Yeah. Because I guess, you know, it's not a lot going on in Tucson. But the weirdest interview ever they did with like a neighbour of the camp and they're like uh, – what do you think about this? And she's like, oh, it's very strange, very disturbing. It's like it's nothing like my the tree that I live in. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, Alex Jones' official line on this, he's made, he's made a, a couple of comments. He thinks it's all a big setup to, to entrap people oh. into like looking like idiots. Well, it's working. Um, no, ladies and gentlemen, this homeless camp is a distraction and a honeypot involving individuals with a long history of connections to the feds who are the initial instigators of the entire thing. So... Is that fair? No. Because he doesn't have a long connection no. to, the, to the feds. The veterans guy, yeah. he's not a real veteran. No, he's a recovered drug addict. <laughs> if, he was, if he was a real veteran, you'd be like, oh, well, he's got connections to the government. But he's not. 
Um, I can I can just imagine leftist pro- provocateur groups winding up the next drone to that's in uh, quotation marks for some reason to go in there and self investigate, which will be which will be blamed on the open and free internet. Somehow, Alex Jones has managed to have a more cooked conspiracy than the actual thing that's happening. <laughs> He's saying that the feds are setting it up in order for lefties to go in there with a drone and shut down the internet. Right. Well, that makes sense. Now, is there an Australian connection to this as well? A couple of Aussies, a couple of Melburnians have just headed over. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't, I didn't stay know. there. Uh, <laughs> um, and it, it's kind of weird. I noticed the... Um, local MMA Melburnians. Yeah. Okay, it, come back if you want. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> it was hosted... Um, <laughs> Alex Jones, not going to touch big concrete. Salty, it's not going to go. It's not going to go I'm after not MMA. Go with MMA guys, <laughs> no way. Um, AussiesforChildRescue.com.au. They have videos hosted on. I think it's ESS Performance YouTube, but they're unlisted videos. But if you go to their website, it's that's where the videos are pointing to. They're yeah. coming from, and so it's two two guys that one of them's the founder of this like gym, um, and a. Seems to be like a clinic and rehabilitation and, and exercise and they've got like testimonials on the ESS Performance website. Is this the gym that burnt down? Yes, it burnt down in 2015. No, yeah, yeah 2015. It was, I think it was used by like AFL people. Yeah, yeah, AFL guys, um, Olympians have got testimonials on the website. Very legitimate business. Yeah, yeah. burnt down due to spontaneous combustion of hot towels. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Which sounds sus, but... There's a quote in the article about it from the MFB, the Melbourne Fire Brigade spokesperson. They're like, mm. this is like the second hot, ta- hot towel spontaneous combustion we've had. There was, there was this brothel. Yeah. He didn't down. say brothel. He said massage parlor. There was this massage parlor. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, well, this actually does sound like quite a legit thing. This yeah. happened down that stroke house. <laughs> um, so... <clears throat> It's the guy that is the CEO and the founder of that legitimate place mm. and his friend who – his wife also has a gym and she's like an MMA person. Cause, and I found this out because when I clicked on the donate button, because I wanted to send these guys a few bucks. Yeah, of course. I on the donate button and it was going to her name. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm like, well, that's weird. Who's this person? So I found that and she's trying to start her own gym and everything. Uh, she was complaining as well. Oh, she's got her own gym, sorry. And she was complaining in late 2017 that power bills were too high. Yeah. Uh, in the paper, I think Cranbourne Star or something like that. Yeah. Now she's record. raising money to send bloody couple of blokes over to traipse around a desert. Yeah. I feel like they've got different priorities. Yeah. Anyway, so they've gone over. They went over, I think, a week ago. Someone magically donated them $11,000. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Um. And you know, you'd buy eleven thousand dollars of shirts off us if you want. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I just watched a couple of videos of them, and one of them was one of the ladies that was helping out the investigation got pulled over by a police officer. Yeah. And so these guys went with her down to the police station, and they're like, you know, we just want to make sure we're not getting harassed. We're out here doing good things, you know. And the police were just like, oh, you just look on this policeman's face. <laughs> he, wasn't, he wasn't even making eye contact. He was just standing there looking at the ground, like. When is this going to end? Yep. I've been dealing with these <laughs> idiots for, for months or two weeks now. And they just kept on talking like, you know, we're trying to help you guys. Maybe you can help us a little bit. Maybe we can put a little sign on our car so you don't pull us over. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, and he's like, you know, look, look, 
a lot of people around the world are really, you know, they care about the sex trafficking going on here. We're just trying to help you. I'm from, I'm from Australia. I've come all the way over here. I'm an Aussie. And the guy behind the camera is like, I'm an Aussie too. <laughs> 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 the, the cop is just not even looking. Classic Aussies. Yeah. Um, and that goes for about 10 minutes of them just talking at this police officer about this lady. That, and it's bizarre. Uh, so, yeah, that's still going, but they're just finding trash in a desert. Yeah. <laughs> So, while we're away, there, there was a bit of excitement with a, an old favourite, Sidethorn, who got arrested. What does what does Sidethorn get arrested for again? He harassed some dude outside his church, right? It was the it was the priest from the church that got shot up. Yeah, and he kept on going there and harassing him. Yeah, and like putting up signs and things. I think ripping down signs, but uh, he. Poor old Sidehorn just fucked up. Yeah, because <laughs> the church guy got a like a restraining order put out against him. Yeah, and he kept turning up, but he made the mistake of turning up armed. Yeah, which becomes a federal weapons yeah. <laughs> offense. Well, I think he has had convictions, so he's not allowed to own guns. Was oh, right. what I remember, and I was like, well, "Why is he always showing guns off?" Mm. So I think that's he got arrested for that aspect. Oh, okay. Um, for for having guns. I don't know gun laws in, in the US. Maybe he couldn't conceal oh, carry or he... Yeah, he was arrested for one count of being a convicted felon in possession of a weapon. But, yeah, the um, the priest played it well because, you know, you could... If someone shows up and says, oh, you know, your family that was murdered, that didn't happen, all of your parishioners that were murdered, that didn't happen, it's very easy to just, like, yes. pop that guy in the face. Yes. <laughs> he played it cool and... Reported it every time it happened, and then yeah. finally they managed to catch him in the act. I think he was actually they were doing a Vice documentary on him. Yeah, when he got arrested, you can see. Well, they yeah they come and took him then, but the charge it says he was arrested at his home, but the police did come and take him away that, mm. in that documentary. Um, you can see Vice footage. It's on the Vice website and also on Sidethorn's YouTube. I'm assuming it's still up of him. Doing like the pre-plan interviews, so someone like Vice, they'll do a you know, the producer will ring up and yeah. do a Skype chat for half an hour just to get all the basics to make sure the before they go in the the host has all the basics. And Sidethorn was like recording all that, like you know, I don't want them to misrepresent me. You know, I know, it's like you don't, it's not even they're not even recording it. You're yeah. the only one recording it. <laughs> yeah. Well, this how I mean how fucking stupid do you have to be, right? He's a felon, knows that he can't have a gun. He filmed himself hiding a semi-automatic pistol under the floorboard of his car <laughs> and telling conspiracy granny who to we, take responsibility for it. <laughs> who turned out this is a lover. I should, oh, I assumed I it was. Assumed that as well. oh, I just thought, do you, I you think that, it was his actual grandma? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> grandma. No, I thought they were just platonic conspiracy buds. Yeah, okay, no, fair point. Uh, but... <laughs> Someone else who got arrested was that uh, the veterans guy. Oh uh, yeah, I forgot to mention. to mention in the last segment. Um, so the vet, the veterans guy who's not actually a veteran, uh, Michael Lewis Arthur Meyer. I think he just goes by Lewis Meyer. Uh, he's been charged with assault with intent when he pepper sprayed a street thug slash dope dealer who was attempting to assault a veteran. 
So while this is going on... Street thug slash dope dealer slash probably just a random dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> while, while this is going on, he's also, yeah, pepper spraying people. Mm. Uh, quality people. Uh, moving on to QAnon. Yeah, that's still going along. It is that still going along. It will not die. It won't die, even though I felt like there was a point while we were away where it should have died, which was when one of like these main QAnon video guys was doing a live stream and was talking about like the latest QAnon post or whatever and he accidentally typed in the login details for the QAnon like 4chan account. Yes. So on 4chan you can have a like a password. It's They're not accounts because everyone's anonymous obviously mm. but it's just so there's like a common identifying thing on your post. So you can have a thing like QAnon where someone – it's not just everyone posting – Saying, oh, this is QAnon here. Mm. It's like, oh, it's got the QAnon tag on it. A random string of numbers. That only the person with the password can do. Anyway, this guy who's supposed to be just reading the QAnon stuff, not writing it, uh, on stream accidentally puts in (laughs) the password for the QAnon thing. Um, They've tried to cover it up by saying that password was an old one that had already been caught out and he was, but that's not true at all. But why would you be logging in anyway? Why would you do it anyway? Um, Is that one of those things where muscle memory took over <laughs> without realizing? <laughs> oh, what have I done? Um, so it's so annoying though. It's like it's like any time anyone on any streamer gets exposed, you know, there'll be videos on YouTube, Twitch streamer exposed because like they're running some scam on their viewers or whatever. Yeah, it's like why does it take five minutes? What do I have to watch five minutes of this person playing <laughs> Counter Strike to get to the good bit? <laughs> Um, so the latest QAnon stuff, and, and he's sort of been going on about the North Korea thing, obviously, um, the Donald Trump meeting in North Korea, because he claimed ages ago that Donald Trump had been in North Korea already and already signed a secret deal to secure peace. He went to North Korea? Uh, I think so, yeah. It was a it was squirreled away at some point. Um, and, and the deal was done ages ago and this is just all for show. Yeah. Which is kind of how diplomatic deals work in the normal world mm. where like they meet for months in advance and work it out and then the final bit is for show. Yeah. They just kind of skipped all that. Like the real world of this, they just skipped all that. Yeah. I was reading an account where Donald Trump allegedly wanted to bring the meeting forward a day because you know how they, they rushed it forward and he was in Singapore on the Sunday and the meeting was on Tuesday and he was like, maybe we just do it tomorrow. Yeah, and everyone's like, you, "We can't." Like, there's so many, so much logistics <laughs> around this thing. Yeah. He's like, "Well, we're here." He's like, "Let's just do it." Like, we're already doing this in such a weird way. Yeah, <laughs> come on, man. Imagine being He's the guy. Like, I want to get back to New York. <laughs> You're trying to explain it, just like Donald. God, just like go to the hawkers market for a day or something. Go buy, Mil- buy Melania a gift. Yeah, get yourself a Singapore sling. Yeah, go to the infinity pool. Top of those bloody towers. Yeah. Beautiful. Sentosa Island. Oh, that's where they're going the next day. He didn't want to go two days in a row. No. Um, anyway, so the the latest reason why he had to go um, from Q is that Barack Obama had a private Gmail server. For some reason a Gmail server, I don't know why it had to be a Gmail, but it was. And it's not really how Gmail works, mm. even for business accounts. So Obama had a private Gmail server in North Korea so Trump went over there to like get the what 
get the info. Um, and the there was into his Google Plus account. Yeah. <laughs> Trump had to go over with his zip disk yeah. <laughs> to get it out of the rented apartment. Um, but remember that one of the like the f- high-ranking North Koreans went to the White House a, a while back, mm. maybe about two, about a month ago, and gave Donald Trump like a letter from Kim Jong Un. A comically large letter. Yeah, a comically large letter. <laughs> um, all the accounts that I was reading about this were like, oh. That letter looks so much like the Gmail logo. It's crazy. I'm like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Maybe it does a little bit. I looked at the photo. It does not at all. And only in the sense that it's, it's an envelope. envelope. <laughs> right. The Gmail is an envelope. So it's not white with a red bit going across it like this? Oh, it, it is. makes an M? It is if you look at the one that people have drawn the M over where the envelope thing okay. is. Where, uh, the exact, I, where, where the line of every envelope goes. Where yeah, the yeah, is. yeah. Right, okay. Otherwise, it's just a, a white envelope that's weirdly large. Yeah. Uh, that was the, the main evidence. Um, the other main evidence that's come out is that Q's legit. Is Donald Trump's been going on about 13 angry Democrats? I don't know what this is a context to. It's so hard to keep up these days. Um, and Q had a list of Democrats in a few posts that people are like, oh, they're the, definitely the 13 angry Democrats because there's 13 people on this list. Mm. It's only 12 on his list. <laughs> <laughs> and... They're using this as like, nah, this is the evidence that's got me sold on Q. <sighs> so, oh, and the other thing is, ugh, it's just garbage, who cares? It's just the same <laughs> garbage. <laughs> Robo's cracked it. Yeah. It's like the bloody Russians, come on. <laughs> oh, so the Russia connection to North Korea, somewhat verified. Mm. Uh, so Russia is trying to get a pipeline through North Korea at the moment, which has now just been... Um, confirmed as, as happening um, and it's one of the companies that's been very much involved in the whole thing. So in, in the wake of this visit, suddenly Russia have got a good good oil deal going on. Read mm. from that what you will. Robo's happy to talk about that till the cows come home. Yeah, there's any more on that? Uh, also, the uh, that report came out, the Inspector General's report. Okay, so that's where I... Cracked it with Q just then. All right. He was saying that, oh, there's actually three reports. There's the original, the redacted, and the unmodified one, which is the real one that only Q and Trump have seen. So this is the report into the FBI agents who are, I think it's, is it into their conduct over the Hillary Clinton emails? Yes. Yeah. So I think what actually has come out is that, so there are a couple of FBI agents who are maybe, they haven't been able to prove they were biased, Mm. but they might have been pro-Clinton Yes. And they are the ones that held back the investigation into the emails. Yeah. Which then forced Comey's hand yeah. into having to announce an investigation really close to the election. So, yeah. Uh, and I think also part of that was the Wiener laptop, Anthony Wiener's laptop was found, which kind of kicked things off again. So in, in, that, in those two FBI officers' um, text, messages. text messages, there's things like, Oh, uh, you know, bloody Trump can't let him win. Mm. Oh, yeah, I hate that guy. Kind of things. Yeah, I um, think there was one text message where one of them's like, "Trump's not going to win, is he?" And the other one says, "Oh no, we won't let him." Yeah, but it could be the American people won't let him. Yeah, it could be whatever. And also, he did get in anyway, yeah. so it's not like the FBI <laughs> managed to stop him. Yeah, if they were trying to do that. Um, yeah, sorry, carry on about the report. Oh, so yeah, that's the report that came out. I don't think anyone was found to be a particular fault. I think they found that, yeah, it's all... 
wasn't really mishandled. It just there was, there was, was no, bad timing. They couldn't find any proof that bias had yeah. played a part, but there was a suspicion that it had. Yeah. But that if it had, it backfired. Um, so that's being used. Uh, Donald Trump's even saying it Prove, yeah. proves everything. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't really no. prove anything. Yeah. Do you want to talk about some cooked things instead? Yeah. Nu- nuclear weapons on the moon? <laughs> sure. What's going on with the moon nukes? Um, so I don't know why this came up because this di- guy died in 2007. Yeah. But Ross Dedrickson, uh, he was allegedly present when there was flying saucers over the Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Remember, I think we talked about yep, that recently. Yeah. yeah. What was that in relation to? The attack of... Battle of Los Angeles, or it might have been connected to some satanic nonsense. Oh, Alistair Crowley, I think. Yeah, remember when like he died and allegedly they saw all the yeah all the yeah. UFOs, and because he's he was holding the universe together from the other universe with aliens. Yeah. Classic Crowley. Um, so this interview came up and it's being shared around news sources again, where he allegedly said that the US was going to test nukes on the moon. And when they were sending them up there, aliens intervened and, like, stole the nukes. So we've got a bunch of missing nukes. Yeah, basically. Wait, we were going to nuke the moon? Yeah, that was the plan. What were we going to nuke the moon for? Well, I think the plan was to just let them off in space and see what happens. I don't know. Maybe it'll be cool. Maybe it'll be fun. Maybe fireworks. We can replace them. Nuke nuke in the bloody sky. Hello, July 4th. The last sure. thing we need is aliens with nukes. Yeah. <laughs> They've already got alien technology. Yeah. You've seen Stargate. They steal one of our nukes. First thing they're going to do is send it back to us. Yeah. Oh, they would as well. Oh. First thing they do, though, is soup it up so it's more <laughs> strong. <laughs> um, so this guy was former, like, he was actually in charge of nuclear, um, keeping track of how many nukes we had. All oh, right, so he would know. So he was a navy man and stuff, or air force man, sorry. But I get the sense that he was also pretty cooked. Yeah. Come old age, a um, couple of reasons. I found his obituary. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a lifetime member member of the American Society of Dowsers. Yep. You know, people that go and get the rod and go find water. So that's not the reason why he's cooked. Um, he's also an ordained minister in the International Assembly of Spiritual Healers and Earth Stewards. So why was he cooked though? Um, oh, the nuclear thing mostly. <laughs> um, I looked up the International Assembly of Spiritual Healers and Earth Stewards, or mm. SHEES, as right. they go by. Uh, their website has not been updated since 1999. Right. So it's real classic. It's like, like, it's like a space jam. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. much in that mould. It's not really clear what they do. Yeah. It's just like we accept everyone and like we have some sort of rituals but it's not clear. And I went to the Q&A Thing like oh here are some other questions you might have and it's like one of them I think the second question was is this a tax haven <laughs> it's like no why would you even think that <laughs> like oh okay <laughs> now I think it is um yeah also interestingly enough I found out that allegedly Albert Einstein was into dowsing there's a famous quote uh, that is only found on dowsing websites and nowhere else right. of Albert Einstein saying it yep that, that's true it's a thing. Another nuclear man. Yeah. Uh, big cats. Mm. Big cats spotted in, uh, was it in the Blue Mountains in Sydney? Uh, or somewhere in the th- Western Sydney maybe? Yeah, there was a report. I saw a, I saw a picture. We've talked about it in the past, right? On an yeah. episode. Mm. Big cats in Australia. 
Yeah, so I know the, the stuff that I've noted down is that there's come out that the Department of Primary Industries in New South Wales had like uh, kept a couple of reports hidden into yeah. big cats and they did four over the last 20 years or 30 years. In which they basically said... There's no big cats. No, but didn't they say that there probably is? Yeah, look... Uh, it then they were like, whoops, I can shred that one. It's, it seems like... Um, uh, so what happened was the first report in like 1999, someone who taught at a university... One of his students come along to him and who was also working on the report. And he's like, what do you think about this? And this guy says, "Um, difficult difficult as it seems to accept, the most likely explanation of the evidence is the presence of a large feline predator. So this guy, uh, Johannes Bauer, was used like, ah, famous ecologist, you know, uni guy, this is what he said about it. He's he's been to university. Um, But then like, he didn't realise that this was going to be part of like a major report. Yeah. And so now he, like a couple of years later, he's like, I don't have any explanation. I wrote that letter, but it became, uh, it became nationally famous. I stepped back from there. Suddenly I was in the middle of something I didn't want to be in. <laughs> so I think, I mean, he just said a large feline thing, whatever. And he's like, oh crap, I've, now I'm involved in this. I feel, so I saw like a screenshot from the news or whatever. I don't know if it was like, contemporary photo of a big cat. Mm. I feel like if there are big cats, you know how with photos of Bigfoot and UFOs and things, UFOs have sort of gone out of fashion as we've entered the age where everybody has a camera. Mm. Big cats and Bigfoots, I feel like we're in the age where everybody has a camera. It's a bit shit in the dark. So we should be in the golden age of big cat and big foot photography, mm. but we don't seem to be. Yes. They're still quite rare. Cam doesn't have a Samsung phone. Yeah. So he's yeah. brilliant in low light. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> don't you feel like there should be more grainy photos of cats? But there's not. So I think with UFOs, everyone's really cautious of UFO footage because it could be CGI'd. Yeah. Like it's easier, probably easier to CGI a light than it is a cat. And having it look convincing. Yeah, but I mean, the reason that we stopped seeing so many UFOs or the reason we stopped hearing about UFOs is one, because everyone had a camera, but two, everyone has a camera that doesn't like pick up light weird mm. the way that they used to yeah. where you'd get weird little motes and things. Yes. Or there's less ghost photos as well. Yeah. Yeah, no, fair point. Um, since that report into the big cats, bring back 19- lens flares. <laughs> <laughs> in 1999, there's been I think they've done three more reports. Um, but basically, they've all just been like, I don't know, maybe, could be, and their their official explanation is we just don't want to get sued if something happens. Yeah, we want to know about it in case someone gets eaten and then mm. blames us. Yeah, um, yeah. Is that how it works in real life? I don't know if they've been denying if they haven't done anything about it, and people are saying it's happened. Then can't hold the government responsible for a cat. Who can you hold responsible for? It? No one's responsible for cats. Well, that's just like, or so it's like, like oh, people, are, a couple of people a year get bitten by taipans and die, but because we know the taipans are there and we say they're dangerous, mm. we're all clear. Surely you can just put out. It's so a. Str- Go out and shoot, capture all the Taipans. Surely, it being Australia, we, they can have it like a catch-all liability disclaimer. You're in Australia; yeah. everything wants to kill you. Yeah, 
and just, can. Yeah. Just mind yourself. Um, yeah. Anyway, all the reports have said different things. Yeah. If you're out in the bush in New South Wales, you're probably getting murdered anyway. <laughs> so it doesn't matter if it's by a cat. But if you are about to get murdered and you do see a big cat, snap a pic. Upload it to the cloud. Chuck it on the cloud. Yeah. Maybe put it on Facey. Yeah. Or if you've got the address for Barrack's personal Gmail account. Yeah. <laughs> if you're, um, oh, I guess if you are getting mauled as well, make sure to get, say, your hand in the shot so we can get some sort of sense of scale. Yeah. That's the problem with these big cats. There's never any sense of scale. Yeah. Or a banana. Or a banana. A banana. Yeah. 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 Well, I think that's about all. Oh, I think I had one more thing. Oh, oh it's just about Barack Obama. Oh, yeah. There's this picture doing the rounds, and I haven't really had time to look at it, but he's wearing some sort of weird headdress outfit thing. Classic Obama. Um, I, I guess Paying tribute if, to his Kenyan roots. Well, this is more of a, a Moloch. People are saying it's Moloch. It's got horns. Oh right, all oh, right. Um, but it's also very glittery. I thought we were going to that. He's not really an American. No, thing. no, oh, no. We're going, going to that he's really a satanic worshiper. It's all, uh, but very a glam satanic worshiper. Very glittery, and then it's the face is quite covered, like over the it goes over your nose and everything. And is so it it's actually a Obama? Well, <laughs> it looks a lot like him. Yeah. And then also, I've seen a lot of infographics where people have drawn red lines mm. to parts of Obama's face, mm. parts of that, and they're not very compelling. Where's right. this photo from? Uh, it popped up on someone's Instagram two years ago and then people have found it. Right. Um, and where have they tagged it? Are they like, I'm at the Moloch celebration no, with Obama? Have they tagged Obama in it? Uh, no, he wasn't tagged in it. Well, that's um, rude. Yeah, I can see that being him. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to tell if it's photoshopped. It's also there's zero context on the photo. Yeah, it, there is... Elements around it that look like it could be photoshopped. His, uh, I remember his neck looked really weird. Like it's just a black space yeah, with his neck. Yeah, it's just the darkness. And yeah. I, um, I've just looked it up. Two hours ago, someone posted to YouTube a video called Obama in Moloch Drag. Real classy. <laughs> it's interesting because, yeah, there, there's no like. Yeah, it's a photoshop. I can see that from just looking at it. There's no, also no reasoning why. Like people are like, oh, this is sick. These people are sick. Can't believe. And so I don't understand what's like. What is it signifying to you? He's at some sort of satanic ritual. That's very clear. The dude next to him is wearing a baseball jacket. Yeah, <laughs> like he's in, in this. In this, he's gone to so much effort, spent so much money. Because you like, I think someone linked to the pricing of this on one of the threads I read. Mm. Expensive, hundreds and maybe thousands of dollars. Yeah, bloke next to him just turned up. Put in some effort, baseball. mate. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that baseball jacket is signed by some Satanic. real key players, though. Maybe it's worth heaps. Oh, yeah. No, that's, that's fair. Yeah. I think Shoeless you could, Joe Jackson. <laughs> you can do some uh, Baseball Fury type face paint, though, to yeah. at least get some kind of look. Anyway. Anyway. Was his name Shoeless Joe Jackson or was it Joe Jackson? <laughs> Never heard of this. <laughs> anyway, that's Joe, all we've got time for. We'll be back with more baseball talk next week. If people want to find us online, where can they find you, Robbo? They can get me at Ale of a Time and Ale of a Time dot com. Uh, me at Saltmarsh on Twitter, Andrew Saltmarsh Illustration on Facebook, uh, and check out the Tohada Patreon. And you can get me at Sexenheimer on Twitter and gather around me on Facebook and iTunes for my other podcast, which is also going to be returning very soon. 
FYI, Shoeless Joe Jackson is who I was thinking of. He was one of the players in the White Sox who legendarily they threw the the World Series. I think he was the one that got really dudded though, right? Yeah, he wasn't. He was just wrapped up with all the other guys. He did was he, a bit dim-witted, I think. Did he wear no shoes when he played? Uh, I can't in, remember why he was called that. He might have ended up shoeless because... He lost all of his money. It's a bit mean to give him a nickname. <laughs> but that was uh, after he lost his money. That was his, his nickname while he was playing. Yeah, you, right. know, you know, like, ah, you're poor. I was shoeless Joe. You yeah, his family <laughs> never had any money, so he didn't have shoes for yeah, a lot right. of his life. Well, the nice. White Sox, famously, that team was dubbed the Black Sox because of their cheating. Oh. Thanks, guys. Anyway. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Don't worry about a thing. If all our world leaders are alien reptilians I said don't worry About a thing Except maybe the fluoride in our water supply Contains mind-altering drugs Don't worry About a thing Except whether or not Port Arthur was a false flag operation In which to disarm Australia Trump is clearly a woman and you just